Hey, welcome to the Learning Little Lessons podcast. I'm Trudy Shar, and this is where we chat about the little lessons God is teaching us to fill up on Him so that we can pour out to those around us, all while pointing it back to Jesus. I am glad you're here, and let's dig in. Hey, so sometimes our prayer life just seems repetitive. Maybe it seems like we're just always asking for things. Maybe it seems dry or can't stay focused. This is all stuff I hear from people. Well, today we're talking about the ACTS method of prayer. That's something you can use in written form, but also it's something you can use when you're just saying prayers orally too. It's a great way to help you stay focused in the prayers to ensure that we're not saying the same things and reminding us that we can do more than just ask for things because, you know, God is not really a vending machine. So anyways, this Acts method is a key element inside Darcy's prayer journals. So I invited her back again this week to talk about the Acts method prayer. So, hey, Darcy, can you tell us what Acts is? So Acts is an acronym for a type of prayer. So what's it stand for? A is for adoration. C is for confession. T is for Thanksgiving, and S is for supplication. So maybe tell us a bit about each one and give us some ideas on how we can incorporate this into our prayers. So A is for adoration. It's appreciating who God is. This is different mm-hmm. from thanking God for what he does. I think it's really easy to get those two confused. Okay. It's not, I don't know, it's not as common to just, be in awe of God versus mm-hmm. saying, thank you, God, for what you do. So I think adoration is a huge thing and just acknowledging his character. Um, it's so beneficial to start our prayers with adoration because it reminds us for prayer and awe instead of anxiety. Um, when we start our prayers w- with problems or concerns, like we talked about last week, the anxiety and those things can just be big. But when mm-hmm. we start our prayer in awe of who God is, we're reminded of just how powerful he is and how faithful he is. And it just puts the rest of our prayers into a proper perspective. Yes. Um, the prayer journal that I created, I have a list of names of God that can be used in our adoration for him because sometimes it's just kind of hard to, I don't know, sit down and think about mm-hmm. what we can say for adoration. So, I mean, a lot of them, like in the prayer journal, I have the actual <clears throat> like Greek word behind the name. Mm-hmm. So like Jaira is, um, God will provide. Mm-hmm. So In the there's, it's just, it's got a big list of names to get you started, to help you kind of get pointed in the right direction of adoring God. But even just without that list, you can just think of what God is to you. Like mm-hmm. he provides, um, he is my comforter. He mm-hmm. is, you know, just think about who God is and just yes. that's a start adoration yes Yes. that's awesome I like that so on to C yes um confession it's bringing to light anything pulling you away from God um while God can everything and is all knowing Mm -hmm. it's there's just something really powerful about bringing it to the light it's very much in Satan's favor to keep things hidden in the dark um we need to bring it to light to confess to God we may even need to confess it to like a friend or a family member because when bad habits, sins or anything really are hidden and they're brought, in, but if they're brought to light, they can't stay long-term. Right. So confession is a major part of our walk with God. 
as much as I wish I could do everything daily in obedience to God, I know I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why we need Jesus who right. takes away our sins upon, he takes them upon himself. Right. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit to convict us when we are in error and we need to repent from it. And that's why we need God to forgive us. So confessing is just a huge thing in overcoming maybe some blockages to our love relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. So then tea, Thanksgiving. Here's where we just bask in gratitude for what God has done for us and others. Um, mm-hmm. One of, of the specific things that's laid out in the Bible for what God's will is, it's gratitude. I know for me, it's so easy to be like, what's your will, God? Just tell me your will. Yeah. But like, it clearly says that God's will is for us to be thankful. So that's a huge part in a relationship with God. And it's so human nature to focus on all the things we don't like and miss out on all the things God has generously provided for us. Mm-hmm. We can always find something to be thankful for, even if we don't feel thankful. Yeah. Definitely realizing more and more when I'm feeling unhappy, it's a lot of times because I'm forgetting all the things that God has provided me and I'm focusing yeah. on what I don't like. <laughs> Right. I just actually recently did an exercise where I wrote out all the desires in my heart. And as I stepped back and saw the big picture, I realized that every day God was providing for me and allowing me to take small steps toward those desires. But oh. I was so busy wishing for something different that I missed what God was actually <laughs> giving me and that I actually wanted. It just mm-hmm. was so when we wow. think thanks, we, we do need to look at the big picture and I think it's easy to give thanks in a big picture setting, like our family and our job mm-hmm. and our kids. But all of those things wouldn't happen without a million little things that maybe don't seem as important. So yeah. I think it's important to always give thanks, not only for big things, but all the small things too, that maybe seem a little bit insignificant. So when we get in a habit of saying, like being thankful in our prayers, we have to be a little bit more creative with our things. Right. Otherwise we'll <laughs> kind of get checklist type thing you know right 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 wow somebody recently was telling a story about she was just having like a horrible rough day and I think she had some medical stuff going on and she looked down and she saw this one little flower that was like growing up inside a like I don't know stone on the stone um driveway or something like a like there should never have been a flower there. And she was just like that small little thing to be thankful for. Just like my little God moment, (laughs) but you're right. If we're not like looking for those things or we're not like seeing them with thankful eyes, we just miss them. Mm -hmm. Just miss it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So then S supplication. And am I the only one? But I feel like most of my prayers, like (laughs) I have two words for adoration, two words for confession, two words for Thanksgiving, and then the rest of it is supplication. Yes. Yes. It's where we out and Mm -hmm. bring a request to him and unburden ourselves. And like you said, this one's definitely the one that I get. And most, my favorite one, it comes, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. don't come quite as natural. Um, but I can, yeah, say that many of my prayers are in this category. 
Yeah. When we add the other aspects on, even if they are shorter, we still clear a path to approach God properly with our requests and supplications. That's true. Kind of do it in the right spirit instead of just, Mm -hmm. just that vending machine. Like I was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Instead we do it out of a better picture of who he really is. Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing all that. So right now we are doing a study at Hello Jesus Company, and it's the peeking into prayers. And as I was writing this study, I realized that Nehemiah was doing acts before it was even a thing. See that, yeah. Like to see that method in the Bible is super exciting. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to read his prayer on here. Um, A little overview. He was an exile in a foreign land. And one day someone came by with news from Jerusalem. And he was just torn up by the news. And like me, if I think about how I would have been, I would have been like right to the supplication. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't. So I wanted to read his prayer. So this is in Nehemiah 1. And the Lord, so he's praying, Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God. I mean, right there, don't you hear adoration? Mm-hmm. who keeps his yep. covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear your prayer, your servants praying before you, before you day and night for your servants, the people of Israel. And then he, he does see confession. I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's family have committed against you. We have acted very wickedly towards you. We have not obeyed the commands, decrees, and laws you gave your servant Moses. And I'm just like, what? Whoa. It's like hard. Like there's, I feel like I see it in the Bible a decent amount where people take on the sins of like. Everybody. Yes. And it's like, that is not natural for me. I've been a little bit more convicted to make that part of my prayers mm-hmm. because it is true. Like mm-hmm. None of us are without fault, but it's so hard when you look around and you see, yeah. you know, things happening that you're like well I'm not doing that or you know yeah it's hard yeah include yourself in that yeah right and he lists them all he says we Israelites including myself and my father's family yeah Um, and then he goes on to tea um remember the instructions you gave to your servant Moses if you're unfaithful I'll scatter you among the nations but if you return to me and obey my commandments then even your exiled people at the farthest horizon, I will gather them in from you and bring them to a place I have chosen as my dwelling for my name. They are your servants and your people who you've redeemed through your great strength and your mighty hand. And though he doesn't like say thank you necessarily through those verses, I still feel like that's that he was giving thanks. Like we know that even though we're scattered, you're still Mm -hmm. here. You're still, yeah. you know, thank you for still being here and gathering us again. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it's a thanks. So, yeah. And then S, finally, one verse. Okay, so his whole prayer is what? <laughs> Five. I mean, like, it's it's almost half of my page. And there's just one verse that says supplication. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this, your servant, and to the prayer of your servants who delight in reverence revering your name give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man like that's all he asked like (laughs) grant me favor in the presence of this man and if you know the story you know the the presence of this man was the king Mm 
he was mm-hmm. a cupbearer to the king and so he just wanted wanted favor um mm-hmm. before the king so i think this was so cool he was doing this axe method before it was even invented mm-hmm. and it's so neat to peek into his personal prayer um if you followed the story you know that his prayer was answered and the king um he found favor in the sight of the king in fact the king asked him like like what's the matter why why do you look so sad and he just Nehemiah just prayed and prayed and prayed he prayed so much in this short little book of Nehemiah he prayed you know when he first got the news like the acts prayer that we went through and then when the king said hey why are you looking so sad he was like i prayed i was it says i was very much afraid but i said but i prayed and then i said to the king you know this is why i'm sad and then the king says what is it you want and he prayed to god first and then he answered the king like i just ah, i could really geek out on all this stuff but anyways if you're as geeky as me, you should go read Nehemiah, the whole entire book of Nehemiah, because it's it's just so amazing. But anyway, so Darcy, back to the Axe Method. Um, I have you have a section in your prayer journal designed for this method of prayer. You know, tell us a little bit about it, or why you yeah, added so- it to your prayer journal. I added it because um, while I think it's really important to pray, you know. I like to structure my prayers in this way, even when I'm not actually like writing them down in my journal. Um, I do have a set in the journal. It's about 15 times that you can use it. Okay. And whenever there's something really burdening my heart, I'll actually write that one down. Okay. But like this day to day, I can follow the ax method, but I don't write it every day. I see. If that makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. Yep. Awesome. Okay, so we talked about the prayer journal last week and all the benefits of, of using one and how it can help you in your relationship with Jesus and to help you see, I don't know, we just, we talked about it a lot last week. So if you missed that, go back and listen to that. And if you're listening before the 17th of November, there's a coupon code and it's prayer journal 10 and you can get $10 off a prayer journal. Um, so make sure you run over to her website, Hello Jesus Co, Hello Jesus mm-hmm. and um, grab yourself a prayer journal. You will be so glad you did. But um, is there anything else we need to say? I think we're I done. think we covered it again. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here again for a second week in a row. Um, yeah. And thanks for having me. Yep. You're welcome. And we'll talk again. All right. Thanks. This episode has been produced in collaboration with Jersey Limited Media. The theme music is by Scott Holmes and has been adapted for use herein under Creative Commons license. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the Learning Little Lessons podcast so that you get updates weekly. Or visit my website at learninglittlelessons.com for freebies, newsletters, and encouraging blog posts.